Welcome to You Are Not For Everyone. This is Jackie Henderson. I am a licensed mental health counselor with a specialty in somatic and holistic practices. On this podcast, we normalize talking about important mental health topics such as depression, anxiety, grieving, trauma, personality disorder, and much more. Thank you for joining me today and let's get started. This is You Are Not For Everyone and I'm Jackie Henderson. Today we are talking about the power of self-talk. And what is self-talk? It's that voice in your head that is always speaking to you. And sometimes it's negative, sometimes it's positive. And unfortunately for many people, the negative self-talk seems to be much louder than the positive self-talk. And we're gonna discuss why that's true and how we can change it. And why is this important anyway? So we all have an inner critic. I did a lecture a couple years ago and I asked the audience how many people in a room of 100 people have that negative inner critic that's a bully, that's mean, that tells you horrible things about yourself. Raise your hand. And out of 100 people, 100 people raise their hand. We all have that inner critic. And where did this inner critic come from? It could have come from childhood. We might have had abusive, mean-spirited parents. We could have had a coach who really was tough on us and was mean and critical. We could have had a teacher who did not use her words or his words well and left a wounding impact on our spirits. This inner critic has been around for a long time, and we really believe it. And why do we believe it? Because as children, we believe the adults around us. We believe that an adult must be right. As a child, we look up at this big, tall person, and we think that they have all the life experience. They know what they're talking about, and we must be to blame. They must be right. We're not good. We're not great. We'll never be anything with our lives. And those words really wound, and they leave a deep scar in our spirit. And those words resound throughout your life. Think about an experience you had when you were younger, when a teacher, a coach, a parent, an older sibling, a friend said something mean to you and you believed it. And it really wounded you. You could probably feel the emotion even as you relive it in your memory right now because that's how wounding it was. And that is that voice. That voice has been in there for a really long time. Eckhart Tolle, who is a very popular spiritual writer and inspirational speaker, in his book, The Power of Now, before his enlightenment, he was considering committing suicide. And he was sitting with himself and he wanted to kill himself. And all of a sudden, the thought came across his mind, if I want to kill myself, who is myself? Who is listening? So this is an important thing. It might sound very existential, but it's important to know when you're getting that bully voice in your head telling you you're no good, you messed up again, nobody likes you, everyone's better than you, that voice is loud and obnoxious in your brain, who is listening? There's a listener in there that is not being strengthened. So the work is to strengthen the listener. And how do we do that? Well, first it starts with awareness. Awareness that that voice came from someone who doesn't get to live in your head anymore. Even if it was a parent, 
a mother, a father, a caregiver, a grandparent, an aunt or an uncle, they don't get to live in your head anymore. You're an adult. You're taking your own life back. Anything they said to you when you were younger that was wounding and mean-spirited, shame on them. And they don't get to shame you anymore. The shame should go back where it belongs. And it's on the cruel parents, cruel adults in your life that said things that hurt you on a deep level. That voice, try to remember where did it start? Who was mean to you as a child? And sometimes a child is just very, very sensitive and they feel like they don't fit in. So perhaps you didn't have a mean-spirited adult in your life. You just always felt less than. And oftentimes the child who is shy, who isn't brought up in a home where they are made to feel confident and secure, they lacked safety, there might not have been mean words said, but there was a lack of building of self-esteem. And when that happens, we also get that internal critic because we feel like no one cares, no one's taking care of us. No one is taking an interest in who we are. And as a child, our thoughts directly go to, I'm not good enough. I must not be worthy of love. Nobody cares about me. First, start by asking yourself, what is your internal critic saying to you? What is your internal critic telling you about yourself? And then ask yourself, is that really true? Is it true? And in most cases, it's probably not true. Sometimes we have a guilty conscience. Sometimes we know we should be doing more with our lives. We are slacking. We're not fulfilling our destiny. And that might be a a motivational voice in our head telling us to do more. That's a little different. If you're successful, if you're working hard, if you're a good person, you do your best to take care of yourself and others, and that voice is still telling you you're a loser and you will never amount to anything, then that voice is wrong. And you have to ask yourself, where did it come from? And why am I listening? Look at your life. Confidence is knowing what's true. So look at what's true in your life. Are you successful? Are you doing well? A great indicator of success in life is friendships and relationships. Do you have friendships, healthy friendships and healthy relationships? If you do, then you're doing well. How's your work? Maybe you're not where you want to be. Maybe you love your job. So again, that voice is not true. I want you to really sit back and think about what that voice tells you and honestly ask yourself, is it true or not true? If the voice is true, change your life. Get some coaching, get some counseling, make your life better. If it's not true, it's time to stop the voice from controlling your mind, your thoughts, your life, your spirit. Michael Singer in his book, The Untethered Soul, has a great exercise in how to quiet the inner critic. And he says to animate the voice, picture it as a person. So you want to picture your inner critic as a person and give it a name. Say your inner critic's name is Bob. When Bob starts acting up, you say, no, not today, Bob. I'm not listening to you. Bob, go away. No, Bob, you're not running the show. Bob, be quiet. Bob, go away. Bob, stop. Every day you have to do this. Whenever the voice comes up, 
you call the voice by name and say, not today, you don't get to run the show today, I'm not listening. Be quiet, Bob. Today you might have to tell that voice 100 times to be quiet. But then tomorrow it might be 99 times, and then 98. It's a slow process, but I guarantee it works. I've done it for myself, and it has worked. It quiets the inner critic, and it puts you in a more rational position. So if a negative voice comes up, you just know if there's that you're just feeling insecure or if it's your inner critic. And if you're feeling insecure, you ask yourself why. If it's your inner critic, you say, calm down, be quiet. You don't get to run the show today. This voice has been in your head for years. It's not going to take days to get rid of it. It's probably going to take months But I'm sure you're sick of listening to that voice. I'm sure you're tired of it. And you're ready to let it go. You're ready to quiet it. You're ready to strengthen the listener. So picture your listener sitting on a throne in your head. And that voice, Bob, just becomes an annoying gesture around you. You have the power. You have the power. You're sitting on the throne. This is your life. This is your mind. And get that gesture to leave your presence. He or she's not allowed to be in your presence any longer. So take control. This is getting your confidence up. It's taking control of your life, control of your mind, control of your spirit. And start practicing positive self-talk. So what are some examples of positive self-talk? Instead of saying, I'm so dumb, you say, oops, I made a mistake. Language is everything. Change how you talk to yourself. No one likes me. I like me. Talk to yourself like somebody you care about. Sometimes that voice in our head is so loud and so mean and so rotten. How we talk to ourselves, we would never talk to someone else like that. Could you imagine if you let somebody outside your head talk to you like that? You wouldn't let that person around you. So you don't talk to yourself like that. I'm a bad person. Change it up. You might have done something bad. You might have done something you regret. You might have done something that was not so nice. You could have been mean-spirited and you did a bad thing. That doesn't make you a bad person. It just means you have some repairing to do. I give up. I'll never be able to do this. Change that to, this is really hard, but I'm going to keep trying. You can do anything. And if you can't do it by yourself, get some help to do it. Or change your goals a little bit if you made your goals a little too high. Just lower them a little bit and surpass them. But don't give up. And don't tell yourself you can't do something. You can. At least try. Give yourself the motivation and the oomph to really try. I never get anything right. A better way to speak to yourself? I haven't figured it out yet. So give yourself some compassion. Give yourself some time. You don't have to be so mean to yourself. Again, think of why you're so mean to yourself. A lot of times it's the patterns we grew up with. We saw our parents be workaholics and their work ethic was so strong and intense that if we don't work that hard, we feel like we're slacking. Even if we're working 60, 70 hours a week, something in our head tells us we're not working hard enough. Know where this voice came from, so then you can start to heal and shift. I'm not good enough. We're going to change that to, I am enough, and I'm worthy also. You are enough. 
who would tell a little child they are not enough? They're not good enough. They're bad. And I've actually heard people say this to their children, shame their children, call them bad, embarrass them when they've done something naughty or something. I actually observed a person shame their three-year-old because the child wet their pants. My heart broke and I was really angry and I just didn't know what to say. Do I step over the boundary? Do I let this woman just insult her child? It was very awful to witness. And all I could think of in my head is this poor child is going to need a lot of therapy when he gets older because he's living with shame for something that's not his fault. He inconvenienced his mother, who was young, and she blamed him for it. Instead of being compassionate toward him, embracing him, saying, it's okay, let's go clean up. Accidents happen. It's a lot easier to build healthy children than to fix damaged adults. So if you're a parent listening and you have little kids, remember your words are wounding or your words can really build someone up. You have a lot of power as an adult in a young person's life. Respect it, appreciate it, and be kind to those kids. Guide them, love them, and be the voice that makes them want to be successful and feel good about themselves and happy. Don't become their inner critic. And this is true if you're a coach, if you're a teacher, a mentor. You have a lot of power in a young person's life. So if you're having a bad day, then you need to realize that and not be cruel, not be mean. If you're lacking patience that day, it's best to speak as little as possible because literally your words could wound a child's spirit. You have a big responsibility when you're an adult in a child's life. Honor that responsibility. The way you talk to yourself creates your reality. Just think about it. Some people live in a scarcity mindset. They think they don't have enough money for that. They'll never have enough money for that. This is all I'll ever have. This is all I'll ever be. And then that's true. And then there's the people that have an abundant mindset and they work really hard and they want to have money to buy everything that they've ever wanted. It really is a mindset. You choose how you want to live. You choose how you want to think. Where focus goes, energy flows. If you are living in a scarcity mindset, you're going to live in scarcity. If you're living in an abundant mindset, you're going to have abundance. You're going to have everything you've ever dreamed of. And even if you don't right now, that positive mindset keeps you motivated to get there. And what else does that positive motivation do? It builds your immune system. When you talk positively to yourself, when you say things that are uplifting and joyful and optimistic, your immune system gets stronger. The opposite is true. When you talk to yourself negatively, you put yourself down, you live in a fear-based state, you are always worried, you're always dark and doom and gloom, your immune system is is going to go down, you're going to be unhealthy. So choosing your reality starts with choosing your thoughts. And choosing your thoughts means retraining your brain to quiet the inner critic, which every human being has, 
and strengthening the listener, which every human being has. So the listener really takes the throne and starts to talk to themselves better, kinder, thoughtful, uplifting, optimistic. You want a positive self-esteem. Your inner warrior is listening. What are you telling him or her? That they're weak? That they can't do it? Or that they have the power and they can be successful? Your self-talk really is a practice. It's not easy. As I mentioned earlier, giving your inner critic a name animating it, picturing it, visualizing it, and sending it away every time it says something negative, it's a practice. It may sound silly, but I guarantee it works. You have to do it every day, every time the voice pops up. Positive self-talk is also a practice. We talk about affirmations, and people think affirmations might be kind of corny. I know there was a Saturday Night Live skit about positive affirmations and it made it sound silly. But honestly, the way you talk to yourself is the way you live. So if you're not saying these positive affirmations to yourself, then you're not living in a positive mindset. I am worthy. I am worth being loved. I am lovable. I'm a good person. I'm kind. I'm compassionate. I'm a generous person. I can do this. I can be successful. I can reach all my dreams. I can reach for the stars. I have friends. People like me. All these affirmations really are uplifting and build up your spirit and build up your immune system. I encourage you to get a piece of paper, a notebook, a journal, and write down positive affirmations. Things that you may not believe today, but you want to believe. And then you fake it till you make it. While you're quieting down your inner critic, you're saying the affirmations. And what you're doing is you're shifting your nervous system from a negative point of view to a positive point of view. So as you quiet the inner critic, the affirmations will take over. And the other part of this too is who are you surrounding yourself with? Because sometimes we have an inner critic that's loud, but we also have some people around us who are not so nice either. So check your circle. If your circle is a bunch of negative Nancys or negative Neds, and they are not uplifting, they're critical, they judge everybody around you, they judge you, they're not kind they're not positive, they also live in scarcity mindset, you're going to exist just like the people you surround yourself with. So check your circle. Make sure you're surrounding yourself with people who are on the same path as you. You're listening to a podcast to make better choices for your life, to get good tools to make your life happier, healthier, stronger. So surround yourself with people who are doing the same. You want to be on the same path. It's a lot easier to pull someone down than to pull someone up. So instead of trying to pull up the negative people that you've been around for so long, move away from the negative and start surrounding yourself with people who also have positive self-talk. Another thing that's important about self-talk is when you're in a crisis, when you're in a very stressful situation, when you're worried about something. You can either focus on everything that can go wrong 
You can think nothing good is going to happen. You can think the worst and your mind will believe it. Your mind believes anything you tell it. Or you can positive self-talk your way through any stressful situation. You can remind yourself, I've been through this before and I got through it and I'll get through it again. You can tell yourself, I don't know what's going to happen, but I know I will be okay because I have people who support me and I'm strong and healthy and I can get through this. The positive self-talk walks you off the ledges of stressful situations, keeps you optimistic, keeps you hopeful. And again, that's another practice. Some people are pessimists by nature. This is very hard for them to stay in a positive mindset. It takes practice. You've got to strengthen this muscle just like you would strengthen a muscle at the gym. You've got to make the self-talk an important practice of your daily life. Let's start by quieting the inner critic, calling it by its name and telling it to go away. Strengthen your listener, your listener sitting on the throne, your mind, your body, your spirit. You have all the power. Quiet that inner critic. Also, I suggest finding out where that inner critic started. Who was it that was saying those things to you? What was your life like that brought you to this place of being so hard on yourself? And get some professional healing around that because that's important. Let it go. That will also help you to lighten your spirit and be more positive. And then start the affirmations. Talk to yourself in a positive way. Talk to yourself in a way that uplifts you, that makes you feel hopeful, that makes you look to the future with new eyes, new energy, a young spirit, hopeful, optimistic, an abundant mindset. These are choices that you make. And again, how you think is how you live. So check your thoughts You have the power, you have control. It's not easy, but it can be done. It takes practice building up the positive self-talk muscle and letting that negative critic atrophy and go away. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. If you'd like to support the show, please go down into the episode description and click the link support the show and you can buy me a coffee. Another way to support is to write a review or to share the podcast with friends. And great news, my workbook is now available on Amazon. This book aligns with the first 30 episodes of the podcast and provides journaling prompts to help you through self-reflection as you move through your own personal healing journey. Stay well, and I look forward to having you back next time.